You are listening to the Self Image Experience Podcast, and I am your host, Chloe Rosam. Hello and welcome to episode six. Today is a big one because I'm going to show you how to do a complete life audit. I love doing a life audit on a regular basis because it allows me to have a look at every area of my life and evaluate what's going on. This is really important to me. I want to know what the results are that I'm creating. What do I like? Do I like it? What do I not like? Is there anything I don't like? And it just allows me to be super intentional about the things that I'm doing and creating. So it kind of looks at the results from that end of things and then works backwards. So if these are the things that I am creating in my life, these are the things I have. If I like it, great, let's keep it. If I don't, not great, what can I do to change it? So I highly recommend making this a regular practice for yourself for the same reason. Because if there are things that you are trying to do in your life and you never spend time doing an audit of what you're actually doing with your time, then how are you supposed to know if what you're doing is working? I guess I should probably explain what exactly this is before I keep explaining and recommending it to you. So essentially, it's a way to categorize the different aspects of life, to see what falls into each category. So there's a bunch of categories and it allows you to evaluate each area, usually in like the form of one to 10 rating, one being shitty, 10 being awesome. Some of you might actually be familiar with, um, it's called like the self-care wheel or the pillars of self-care. I think it's also referred to as like the areas of life, balance wheel, like any of those things. You've probably heard of one of those things. And some of them are, in my opinion, like really vague and they only use about four to six areas, which is fine because that totally works. But I like using my own chart, which has 15 areas. We got to be extra. So I find this more useful and I can really get specific on each category, which is, in my opinion, much more useful. If we can get the more specific that we can get, the better we are at diagnosing what's going on. We need to be specific. If you want vague answers, then you're going to get vague results. And I don't want that. So we want to be specific. Side note here, I absolutely love using awareness tools, because if we aren't aware of what's going on, it's like whatever that saying is, if you don't know it's a problem, you can't fix it or whatever it is. You know, it's a stupid saying, but it's actually true. If you aren't aware of it, then you don't know that it's going on. So for myself, when I coach myself, when my coach coaches me, when I'm coaching my clients, what we're doing a lot of the time is bringing ourselves back to that awareness. Because then we know that something is a problem or that it's not. And it's just good to be aware of all of those things. So maybe maybe it is a problem, maybe it's not a problem. And (laughs) if any of my clients are listening right now, they're probably eye-rolling at me and saying, here she goes again, boosting about awareness. But first off, they're eye-rolling because it's something I always remind them of. But also, they know just how transformational even just stepping into awareness can be. Like that in itself sometimes is like a huge light bulb above your head 
And from there, it's like, oh, well, all I needed to know was that it is a problem. And now I know exactly what I need to do, which sounds so simple. But when you are really experiencing something, you don't realize that it's a problem or you don't realize how it's being created. And so just bringing yourself back to that place of seeing that in your own life can be huge. So it allows us to have a look at what's happening in an objective way. So we can see exactly what's going on and it might be something that we were previously blind to. So we can start noticing what our actions are creating and then we can determine if it's a result that we like or one that we don't. Maybe we like it, but it's not getting us to where we want to go. So that's why it's good to know on either end of the spectrum. Is this something that I like? Is it not? And how am I creating both of these? I think being able to see the problem is quite obvious as to why that's useful, right? Like it's kind of what I already talked about. But maybe the not it's not so obvious on the other side of things. Like why is it so useful to be aware of what we're creating if it's something we do like? If we aren't going to change it anyways, because it's something we like, why is it necessary to spend our precious time that so many of us feel like we don't have looking further into it? And here is why. I've had a few clients say, well, whatever I'm doing is finally working and they're super stoked about it and I'm super stoked for them. So I'm like, okay, what are you doing? That's creating this, like amazing. And their response is, well, I have no idea, but whatever I have been doing is working. Or they just think that, now that things are slowly getting better, that it's just working. But here's what's happening. Like, it's fabulous when things are working. But if we aren't aware of which actions and which thoughts and like all of the things that we're doing to create that result, if we're not aware of what we're doing to create that, then we're never going to be able to recreate that, right? So opening up our minds to just seeing everything for what it is and what it's creating. When it's something bad, what's that? Let's stop that. If it's something good, let's look at that. Let's see what that process is and all of the things that I'm doing to create that so that we can recreate it, not only for this specific thing, but also to apply that process to other areas. And then that can kind of snowball things. I hope that makes sense so far. So Another side note here is that I get that I've gone down the deep, dark rabbit hole of awareness, but I promise it is coming back full circle to the life audit. You're like, thought I was tuning in to hear about a life audit. And my friends, you are. So stay with me because this part is so important if you're going to move forward and do the life audit. So this information is critical for doing your life audit effectively. The other reason you also want to know what's in your life that you do want, so on the good side of things, is because sometimes we start going down the negative thinking route or we head out to what I love to call the old self-pity party about something that we think we don't have or that we're not getting somewhere with something that we're trying to do or just something that doesn't seem like it's working and we're putting effort in or whatever it may be. And we start talking negatively to ourselves and, and tearing ourselves down, disempowering. And what we don't realize, because if we look closer at it and do this process, you might realize that you already have the thing that you're actually saying that you don't have. You've maybe made way more progress on something than you think because you haven't stopped to actually look how far you've come. And something that you were focusing on was where you're not. You're focused, very focused on the results 
as opposed to actually being focused on where you are in the process, which is probably further along than we feel. Sometimes we've been doing something for one or two weeks and we're like, oh my God, this just isn't working because we're not seeing results. But like, when you think about that logically, two weeks in, you're most likely not seeing results in something that you're putting in the time and effort needed to do so. You're just not, it's not the way it works. So you have to be able to look at that and say, oh, well, I've actually made huge progress. And even just the fact that I have stuck with doing this thing for two weeks is a huge thing in itself because two weeks ago I wasn't doing this and I was complaining and feeling like shit about myself because I wasn't doing anything. So you have to stay present on this because that also helps keeping yourself moving forward and getting rid of all the suffering that you're causing yourself, like discontent, frustration, all those things because you haven't achieved that result. So awareness, again, it brings you back to where you are now and what you're doing now and what you're creating now. And it brings you back to your mind and reminds you that you are already creating the result that you do want. And sometimes we're fighting for these things that we think we don't have. But if we look at our life, we're like, oh, like I really wanted this and I felt like I didn't have it. But if I look at my life, I actually do have this already. And so that kind of brings us back and takes off a layer of suffering. We're always causing ourselves all these layers of suffering everywhere and it's unnecessary. Suffering is unnecessary. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is unnecessary, which is a whole other topic. So bringing it back to today. So sometimes it's not even about how you're doing something or doing something new. It's about using what you already have and what you already know. We always think that there's something, if we don't have it, it must be outside of ourselves. But it might be that you have the information and that you're just not using it properly. So that's the thing about our minds. They are really good at being dramatic and irrational. And if we aren't constantly managing them and monitoring them in a useful and effective way, then that is the part of our brain that's just running our lives. And so it feels like we're so out of control and like all these things are happening and we're just trying to like stay afloat and that we have no time and it's like stress, 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 overwhelm. And when you think that way, you're creating that level of suffering for yourself. So being able to manage your mind and understand how that works and realizing that we just have to have a closer look and bring our awareness back. And that can be a huge thing by just doing that. Okay, so now that we've covered all of that, let's get into the actual life audit. So doing a life audit on a regular basis is a must because it allows you to keep your awareness on what you're creating. Whether you are journaling or you are sitting down and just writing out a list of your thoughts or you're talking about how you're feeling, whatever that is, on a regular basis, you need to be keeping the awareness alive. It allows you to be more intentional. If you're not doing this on a regular basis, you can't just do this one time and then be like, okay, I've, I've figured it all out. Now let's just go live like this. The brain doesn't work like that. You have to constantly stay on top of it. And let's be honest, like the majority of us are busy and not actually making the time to look at these things. We are so busy living our day-to-day -day schedules and it seems like we are just trying to stay afloat or just get by, let alone trying to actually add more things to your to-do list, right? 
Like, is this you? Does that feel like you or can you resonate with that? Maybe it feels like there's always something to do and you can barely find the time to truly relax or you take 10 minutes to sit down and relax, but you're not actually relaxed because you're thinking about all the other things that you need to do. I've heard that too. And this becomes such a problem because we're telling ourselves we're so busy. But here's the freaking kicker. We're so busy, but we're doing the things and we're busy with the things that are creating what we don't even want in our lives. But we're telling ourselves that we're too busy to stop and actually evaluate these things so that we can start doing new things, which sounds logical. But when we're telling ourselves, oh, we don't have time, we don't have time, then that's exactly what we're creating is we don't have enough time and we're not making the time. So the next thing you know, it's like five years later and you're still unhappy because you haven't accomplished any of the things that you wanted to. And in fact, you've probably created quite the opposite. A lot of us end up getting so focused on the things that we don't have and how far we have not come We start distracting ourselves and telling ourselves we're too busy. And then all of a sudden, because we are doing things just to, you know, please ourselves in the moment, it's five years later and like we're in a job that we hate, we're maybe in a relationship that we don't want, we're unhappy in all of our other areas of life. Maybe we have like 40 extra pounds of weight that we don't want, whatever it is, but that's all been created because you weren't being intentional. So let's stop that Now, let's start fresh and do the most important spring cleanup for your mind. And don't tell yourself you will and then never do it. (laughs) Schedule it and grab your pen and paper right now. Like seriously, are your goals and dreams not worth 30 minutes of your time? They must not be that important if you are not willing to take 30 minutes of your time to reevaluate and see what's going on. But if that is something and you're like, oh shit, yeah, like these are really important, but I haven't taken the time, then that's fine. Sit down now and take the time. And this is the process that you're going to do. What you're going to do is you're going to use every category, which I just realized I did not list the categories. So I will do that. I will also add them into the show notes for this episode. So you can go check that out. So you don't have to try to play, pause, write, play, pause, write, and get it all down. I'll just add that in there. And you're going to evaluate each one from a one to a 10. So for each category, you'll ask yourself, what is this area of my life like right now? Why do I have the results? What do I want this area to look like instead? And you're going to give it that rating. And you're going to go through each and every area until you've completed all of them. And then you have a complete life audit. So now you have a beautiful blueprint of where you are right now all the things that you need to work on or the things that you want to work on. And you can now have this to refer to and figure out, okay, where am I going to start? And then just get started. So this will be the most useful hour that you've taken for yourself, depending on how long you take for yourself to do this. And you will not regret it. And you can even make this like an enjoyable little thing for yourself. Like take 60 minutes, grab a drink, Maybe you do it on a Friday night, grab or any night, really. I mean, I was going to say, so you can grab a glass of wine, but I mean, you can have a glass of wine any night. Grab yourself a glass of wine or glass of water, whatever, a kombucha. Oh yeah. Anyone else like kombucha? Anyways, throw on some chill beats, turn off your notification, put a 60 minute timer on and get to work. 
Have a fabulous week, and I will see you back here next Friday. Mm-hmm.